Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where today we are going to be interviewing a former advisor to the one and only Maggie Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher, the great British leader. Joining us today, Niall Gardner. He is one of the best and most important thinkers at the Heritage Foundation when it comes to European policy, national security, global security. He's going to join us to talk about all things Joe Biden, all things Russia and Ukraine war, the state of the world, other players like China emboldened by the bumpy, irregular, uneven foreign policy execution of the Biden-Harris administration. That's going to be a great interview. And then in the second interview block, we're going to bring in Liz Harrington from our TV show the other night. Liz joined us on Just the News, Not Noise, the TV show we have on Real America's Voice at 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Channel 219 on Dish, Channel 240 on Pluto, on the Roku, Apple, Real America's Voice, and Just the News apps. They're all there for you. Very excited to have that. So Liz will talk about Trump, the new social media platform, lots of great stuff on the horizon. Before we get to our first interview with Niall, I'm very, very proud to have him on. He's a really an important voice in the national security space. I want to quickly take you to a very important story that we have on the site this morning. If you were to peruse Bloomberg or Yahoo or Politico, you'll see these stories all suggesting that the truth social app that Donald Trump and Devin Nunes and others have launched has been a failure and it's not working. There's no engagement. It's simply not true. I did a significant fact check. I went to Truth and I looked at 20, 30, 40 of the largest influencers, people who have both a Twitter account that's large and a Truth account, which is much smaller, but growing. And we found time and time and time again that the Truth accounts, though a fraction of the audience of Twitter, were creating more engagement. Let me give you one example right off the bat. Dan Bongino, you know him, great radio host, TV commentator. He's got 2.4 million fans on Twitter. He's got only 230,000 on Trump Social or Truth Social. Why? Because it's only been going for three weeks. It takes a while to grow that number. He posted the exact same link and exact same headline. Everything was the same between Twitter and Truth yesterday. The headline was panic breaks out over the Ukraine biolab story. Well, on his giant Twitter audience, 2.4 million followers, he got 554 likes and 185 retweets. On his much smaller, one-tenth the size audience on True Social, he got three times the engagement, 1,550 likes and 488 retweets. Now, this happened to me. I finally got back on Twitter. They took me out of Twitter jail. And I posted the story yesterday that we all talked about yesterday, the 20 episodes exposing fraud, illegalities, irregularities in the 2020 election. I posted in both places. Now I have 860,000 followers on Twitter and just about 28,000 on Truth Social. I got twice the engagement on Truth Social. It's unbelievable. 871 likes on Twitter, 1,480 likes on Truth Social. 551 retweets on Twitter, 1,030 retruths on Truth Social. Let's go to a member of the House, Congressman, 
You all know Steve Scalise. He's been on the show before. He's the minority whip, the Republican whip in Congress, the number two official for the Republicans in the U.S. House. He tweeted out a message a couple days ago about gas prices hitting the highest level in American history. His Twitter version got 1,132 likes and 411 retweets. But his Truth Social version got 3,780 likes in 1,460, which was 3.5x more engagement on Truth Social. So over and again, I can go time and time again. I interviewed lots of people. There's not any doubt. There's fewer than a million people on Truth Social. There are 396 million people on Twitter. And yet somehow, with smaller audiences, smaller followings, conservatives are getting more engagement on Truth Social than Twitter. Now, first off, that debunks the idea that Truth Social is a failure. And by the way, This is a soft rollout. It's not even open for full business until the end of the month. But even in the soft business, less than a million versus 396 million, somehow all of these big conservative voices, all these big news personalities are getting more action on Truth Social with followings one-tenth, one-twentieth the size of the Twitter followings. You tell me what that says. Well, I'll tell you what Charlie Kirk says. It was proof that there's shadow banning and throttling going on on Twitter. Truth Social Charlie Kirk said to me, has exposed just how censored conservatives have been over the past few years online. Pretty strong. Sean Hannity said something similar, saying his team doesn't even pay attention to it anymore because it's clearly now dominated just by operators of the radical left. So check this story out. It's carefully documented. You can look at the links. You can look at the numbers. I interviewed Devin Nunes got a great interview with him about what he's seeing. He says they're scientifically looking at this at Truth Social, and they're seeing the same thing. Engagement on Truth Social is outstripping the same engagement on Twitter with the same personalities, even though those personalities have way bigger followings on Twitter. Hmm, something smells dirty in Twitter land, doesn't it? And also, something sounds optimistic on the horizon for people who join Truth Social. By the way, it's not even opened up to the full audience that that happens later this month when everybody can get on at once. You can apply now and they're letting on a few thousand an hour. So that's good. It's growing. But just think about how significant that is for that. Uh, One other story I want to just quickly mention for you. 14 attorneys general, 14 attorneys general have sued Joe Biden's administration to get records showing why and how the Justice Department ordered the investigation of parents who were protesting school policies at school board meeting. This is the famous memo prompted by a school board group that accused these parents of being domestic terrorists. That's preposterous, right? Exercising your right to free speech is not domestic terrorism, okay? Let's just get that on the table now. 14 attorneys general have sued because the Justice Department is slow walking the evidence. And uh, there's a great quote. We've had Attorney General Rakita from Indiana on this show. Uh, He's been one of those Attorney Generals aggressive in using the concept of federalism, state rights, to sue the Biden administration. He keeps winning. The courts keep siding with the states over Joe Biden's big government approach. He asked, I think, the right question about what's going on. Why won't the Justice Department, Homeland Security Department, FBI, turn over the documents about how it came to be that justice ordered the parents to be investigated. We just want the facts, Attorney General Todd Rakita told us. Rather than cooperate, the Biden administration has sought to conceal and downplay its culpability. What are they hiding? That's the question, right? What are they hiding? I don't know, but it's a pretty scary story, no matter how you cut it. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. As promised, when we come back, Niall Gardner, former advisor to Margaret Thatcher, the great British leader, paired up with Donald Trump back in the 80s and 90s to make the conservative movement what it is today. Niall Gardner is joining us next. He is the director of the Margaret Thatcher Center for Freedom at the Heritage Foundation, and he's also a Bernard and Barbara Lomas fellow there. Pretty impressive national security thinker. He calls it like he sees it, balls and strikes. He doesn't get $350 million from Mark Zuckerberg, like some of those election judges did, he's going to be up first. And then we're going to turn to the great interview we did with President Trump's official spokeswoman, what I call the Southern White House in exile, Trump uh, Mar-a-Lago, joining us as always, our good friend Liz Harrington to talk about all things Trump, including that social platform. Check out the stories on Just the News. We'll be right back with more in our exclusive interview with Niall Gardner and then followed with our conversation with Liz Harrington right after this commercial break. 
Folks, Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest. We've had Niall Gardner on the show before. He really helps make sense, particularly of Europe and the world at large. He is the current director of the Margaret Thatcher Center for Freedom um, and a Bernard and Barbara Lomas Fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Niall, great to have you back on the show. It's uh, great to be here, John. Thanks very much for inviting me back. Uh, it's an honor to have you on. And uh, the last time we were talking, it was certainly pre-Russian invasion war, but we were talking a lot about Europe and the possibility that instability was on the horizon. And now that we're what, a couple weeks into the war, uh, the Russian war on Ukraine, how would you grade the West in its response? Joe Biden, Boris Johnson, the Germans, what's your, what's your over-under on their performance thus far? Yeah, that's a very good question. You know, I think, you know, by far the most impressive leader on the Ukraine a crisis front so far has been Boris Johnson, the British prime minister. I and mean, I think he's been, you know, way out in front in terms of Western leaders uh, in addressing this this crisis. Uh, and the British have been, you know, right from the beginning, very robust in uh, supporting the, the Ukrainians. So, uh, you know, the British were supplying the Ukrainians with very advanced missiles and weaponry and so on, right uh, from, from the go-get. Once, as soon as the Russians were mobilizing on the Ukrainian border, which was as early as March last year, the British were already moving defensive equipment over. They were actively training the Ukrainians with several hundred British troops on the ground, acting as advisors. Uh, and so the British were actually way out in front of Joe Biden, who was very slow to move. Now, you know, some some of what Biden is doing now is is uh, you know, is is the right thing, uh, but a lot of it's been too little, too late. Uh, and so Biden's been moving at the speed of a you know tortoise basically, with regard to uh, addressing the Ukraine crisis. And Biden failed spectacularly really to do anything uh, once Russian forces began to mobilise. Um, you know, nearly a year ago on the Ukrainian border. And it's only recently that Biden has actually started to move more aggressively in terms of, you know, uh, supplying the kinds of weaponry yeah. the, uh, the Ukrainians need, uh, moving forward with the sanctions that should have been placed a long time ago. Um, and, and so, you know, so Biden's leadership has been, in my view, extremely poor 
weak need, the antithesis of how Ronald Reagan would have approached it. Uh, and, uh, you know, Boris Johnson has actually been a lot stronger than uh, Joe Biden on this. Um, but, you know, e- even actually worse than Biden has been the response of the European Union, uh, the Germans, the French, uh, for example. Uh, and uh, I would say that, uh, you know, by, by far the worst leadership has been from the, uh, you know, from the Western Europeans, especially the Germans. I mean, they've been absolutely appalling on the Ukraine front. And even now, the Germans are refusing to sanction uh, Russia's oil. It's sector. remarkable. Yeah, yeah. It in, really in is. In appeasement mode. Yeah. And, and of course, Emmanuel Macron is, is shuttling around trying to, you know, uh, negotiate with, with Putin. And, uh, you know, Macron has been act- actually also, uh, in my view, extre- you know, absolutely useless in all this, uh, all, everything going on at the moment. So, you know, um, really poor marks for Biden and for most of the European leadership. The British have been great. The Poles have been absolutely fantastic. The Baltic states, Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, superb as well. Uh, but if you're talking about, you know, big powers, I think that the British have been by far the most impressive uh, in the Brexit era, freed of the shackles of the European Union. They, they've been much more assertive on the world stage. Yeah. And uh, I want to go dial in and see if I can try to understand or help our listeners understand a little bit some of the resistance. So let me let me let me go to Joe Biden first, because I think. Uh, most people are floored by the Am- Americans' response. And there are just these moments that you look over the last uh, three weeks where you scratch your head. First off, it took, it took, he was the last one in on sanctioning um, uh, Russian oil and keeping it out of the country. It took pressure from his party and Republicans to get him there. Why was he afraid yeah. to take the obvious cash register away from uh, Vladimir Putin? Yeah. That, that's a question that I think a lot of people scratch their head about. What, what, what made him? Was it the Iran deal? Is it that he didn't have a yeah. plan to replace it? What, what was it? Yeah, you know, I think a number of factors. So as you point out, uh, John, uh, Joe Biden only actually implemented uh, sanctions against uh, Russia's oil industry after tremendous pressure, not only from Republicans, but also from many members of his own party. Uh, and so you know, Biden finally acted once he was completely isolated, I think. And this is this is sort of Biden style. And why was he doing this? Well, firstly, of course, you know, Biden's nervous about higher um, uh, prices at the gas pump for, right. uh, for U.S. Uh, you know, consumers ahead of the November midterm election. So I think there's a political calculation there. I think, uh, you know, secondly, of course, the Biden presidency is actively partnering with the Russians on the Iran nuclear deal, getting, trying to get a new deal with, with Tehran, which would be an absolute disaster. Uh, and, and so, you know, Biden doesn't want to upset the Russians too much. Uh, and, and so there's this kind of appeasement mindset that exists within the, the Biden White House. It's absolutely appalling. It's dangerous. It's very much in existence. And I think that's the second, you know, big, uh, you know, big factor. And I think thirdly as well, um, you know, and this is you know, this is something that you see with a lot of Biden officials. So they're very nervous about, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, nervous about what what they call sort of escalating the crisis with the Russians, uh, and and so um, so they want to avoid anything that you know, the Putin would deem to be a hostile act, uh, and so this is the kind of you know third rate thinking that exists in the Biden White House. This is the world superpower with vastly superior military capability to the Russians, conventionally, uh, without a doubt. And yet they kowtow to the Russians, uh, trying not to offend the Russians as, as far as possible. And so the whole thinking is, is completely muddled. It's the opposite of how, you know, how Ronald Reagan would approach things, yeah. peace through strength. You know? so, um, but that's what we're dealing with, with the Biden, Biden White House. We're dealing with European Union-style bureaucrats who think like the French and the Germans do. And this is dangerous if you're if you're leading the free world. And when you look at the fact that we're simultaneously asking Russia to help us get a deal with Iran, why we're telling him you're you're a bad boy for having inflicted all that pain on Ukraine. Has the Iran deal become more important to the Biden administration than actually stopping the war in uh, in Ukraine? Yeah, you know, that's that's a good point. I mean, I think the Biden administration is absolutely obsessed with getting a deal with with Iran. I mean, this has been a big foreign policy priority for them. Uh, and uh, it also, frankly, you know, the Biden administration wants to buy oil from the Iranians and from Venezuela. Right. Uh, it's just staggering to think that the Biden White House is contemplating buying oil from two of the most dictatorial regimes in the world. Of course, the Iranians are the world's biggest state sponsor of terror. Uh, and, uh, and so, 
you know, all of this fits into the bigger sort of jigsaw puzzle for, uh, for, the, for the, Bi- the Bidenistas, basically. Uh, and, and the thinking is incredibly uh, dangerous. Uh, and there's this idea that, you know, Iran can be negotiated with as though it's some kind of reasonable, normal negotiating partner. Right. And the Russians then are brought in as the negotiating ally. Uh, and, I mean, you know, the thinking is just staggeringly stupid, actually. I mean, I, it's, it should be blindingly obvious, I think, to anyone who looks at this carefully, how dangerous this approach is. But that's that's how the Biden administration thinks. I mean, we're not dealing here with a, a rational thinking administration on a lot of foreign policy stuff. They are deeply irrational. They're driven by a kind of far left-wing ideology. They're, deli- they're driven by an appeasement mindset. Uh, and that's very much in place towards both Iran and Venezuela, as we're seeing at, at the moment, and also on the Russian front as well. Yeah, that's just remarkable. All right, now let me go to Germany, because um, it seemed for a moment uh, that Germany got a little bit more of a spine, and they offered to send some offensive weapons to Ukraine. But they aren't willing to break the relationship they have with Russia over uh, energy. Yeah. It seems yeah. to me that the greater failure is that for there was a moment in history from 2014 forward where the fracking revolution in America could have could have gone to Germany and said, listen, get off of Russia and we'll find a way to get you up and running. Um, why are the Germans uh, so uncertain about trying to cut off uh, Russia's fuel? Is it really just self-preservation for their uh, energy market? Yeah, I, I think it's it's actually a number of factors. And, you know, simply put, you cannot trust the Germans on the Russian issue. Uh, it was actually revealed just a few days ago in the Daily Telegraph that uh, a lot of the, the missiles that Germany had promised to send to Ukraine actually don't work. They're outdated and they can't be used. Uh, and so th- there's a lot of, you know, a kind of PR propaganda stuff coming from Berlin on this, actually. And they're, they're not really stepping up to the plate. Uh, and when they talk about increasing defense spending, well, I'd like to actually see that, you know, yeah. physically put in place because they make all kinds of promises and they never deliver. Um, and, uh, you know, I think firstly for the Germans, they are driven by uh, energy dependence on, on the, the Russians. So 55% of Germany's energy supply comes from Moscow, uh, which is why the, the, the Germans are so intent on preserving the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. They put a temporary hold on it. You can be sure the Germans are going to put that Nord Stream 2 pipeline back on course, back on track, as soon as, as in their view, the Ukraine issue goes away. You know, so you can be sure Nord Stream 2 hasn't gone away permanently. It's just been put on ice by the Germans until such a time that they can justify putting it back in place because they are so heavily dependent upon uh, Russian energy. So that, that's, that's the first thing, first thing. I think secondly as well, you know, the way thing, the Germans look at, uh, you know, Europe today, they're appalled by what's happening in, in Ukraine. But they, they just wish it would all just go away. Yeah. The Germans are pacifists. They're not going to fight. If there was a war actually uh, in the Baltic states, if the Russians moved in, would the Germans be sending tens of thousands of troops to fight the Russians? They wouldn't actually. They well, would, they don't right? even have that capacity right. anyway. So there's this appeasement mindset that exists. The Germans can't defend themselves. They rely upon the U.S. British military umbrella. Would they even fight to defend their own territory like the Ukrainians? No, they wouldn't actually. Uh, and so, um, you know, that, that, that's a reality with, with Germany today. Uh, it's also led by, uh, you know, uh, you have a very left-wing government in place. Angela Merkel was actually, uh, you know, she called herself a conservative, but actually if you look at her government, it's implemented a lot of left-wing policies, especially on the energy front and the appeasement of Russia and so on. So you've had weak leadership in Germany for many, many decades. Uh, and, and Germany has moved away, I think, from its sort of, you know, kind of transit, transatlanticist sort of, you know, approach that was, that was more evident in earlier time. Right. Trader uh, years. And, and yeah. And so I, I think that, you know, I mean, Germany is just basically, it's increasingly in the pocket of the Russians. They're dependent on the Russians. Uh, they, they adopt these kind of far left wing environmentalist policies that make it impossible for them to develop their own, you know, energy independence. And so you know, the, the Germans, they don't really matter as a world power uh, right now. But they do actually undermine what the West is doing through the appeasement of the Russians. Yeah, and oftentimes they're the face of the EU, aren't they? They're they're sort of like the the shiny yeah. object in the EU. They get all the attention, but they actually don't deliver a lot to the political and security equation in Europe. It's they, they do nothing for the security of the free world. Yeah. And, you know, Germany is is Europe's biggest economy, and they right. wield clout within the EU. But let's say that the EU is pretty useless on, on the global stage as, as some kind of actor. And uh, and what has the EU done to stand for the Russians? Nothing, nothing at all. 
Yeah, pretty remarkable. Um, I want to uh, game out Putin for a second because yeah. uh, he obviously tried to build an economy that could withstand some sort of economic sanctions. But uh, all the reports I'm getting from inside uh, Russian territory is that the, the sanctions are having a pretty significant effect. Why did he make this risk calculation? Did he miscalculate or is he going to end up with what he really wants, which is in a week or two, he's going to stop the Ukraine building, create a new security perimeter that gives him much more buffer in Ukraine and let leave a weakened Ukraine behind? What, what, what's the end game for him? Yeah, those are all, you know, very big, important questions. And uh, I think, you know, firstly, you know, Putin did enter this uh, you know ukraine invasion with with a high degree of hubris and overestimated the ability of his own forces and what we're seeing is the russians are actually not that good at fighting a, a large-scale conventional war yeah which is all the more reason why it would be incredibly foolish for putin to start you know invading the baltic states for example because i think if he was up against u.s and british forces he would lose heavily uh, and and i think that uh, you know the ukraine crisis should be a wake-up call for putin on that front but Having having said that, I mean this is an increasingly deranged figure, who acts outside of the the the, the bounds and realm of, of rationality, uh, and um, you know what what's Putin's end game with Ukraine? In my view, it's complete control of the country. Uh, it is ethnic cleansing. It's genocide. Um, it is extermination of uh, any kind of opposition. Um, and uh, I think we're just seeing, you know, we're not seeing the end game now. We're seeing the just the early stages of what Putin wants to do, which is the destruction of Ukraine as a sovereign free country. Wow. And, uh, you know, Putin, of course, is failing on the battlefield. So he's resorting to now bombing civilian targets. I, I'm in no Great doubt fair. that he will he will seek to level uh, the capital city of Kiev to the ground. Uh, I was there a few years ago, a meeting with senior government officials. It's a beautiful city. It's one of Europe's biggest cities. Yeah. And but Putin doesn't care about human life. He doesn't care about, you know, architectural beauty. Uh, he doesn't care about European history. Uh, mm. I, I'm in no doubt that he will uh, actually flatten uh, Kiev if he, if he can get away with it, actually. Uh, I, I'm in no doubt as well that Putin's prepared to kill hundreds of thousands of people and set up concentration camps uh, and ethnically cleanse whole parts of the country. Uh, so, you know, we are, we are just seeing the beginning of the, the depravity and evil that this uh, monstrous, uh, you know, barbarian is capable of. Uh, and let's what be under stops the him? What, what can we do to stop him? What well, haven't we done that we need to do to stop him? You know, I, I think that, um, well, already in NATO's ruled out actually uh, any kind of direct intervention. Right. Uh, I mean, there are many complex arguments over this, but, uh, you know, I think that already the West has signaled that they're not going to do anything on that front. Um, and, um, you know, I think what, what can the West do, you know, beyond, beyond that realm? Well, uh, the immediate priority is to, is to help the Ukrainians to be able to defend themselves. And I think to some, some extent we're doing it, more needs to be done. It doesn't help when Joe Biden blocks what the, the Poles are trying to do, sending uh, right. you know, Soviet-era aircraft to the Ukrainians to defend themselves. This is unconscionable, you know, for, for Biden to do this, throwing the Poles under the bus, throwing the Ukrainians on the bus here. Uh, and the Ukrainians need every single, you know, missile uh, piece of equipment, uh, air defense system, aircraft that they can get their hands on. Let's, let's give them what, what, they, what they need. Right. Especially as NATO has ruled out any kind of direct intervention. Let's do all we can to help the Ukrainians fight uh, for themselves to defend their territory. And, but, but Biden isn't doing that, actually, uh, as we're seeing over the, over the, uh, the Polish MiG offer. Yeah. Um, so, so that, that, that's what we need to do in the immediate term. Airlift, supply, whatever we possibly can get to the Ukrainians in record time. You know, the United States is the world superpower. And if Biden says he can't do this or that, it's not true. You know, we, we, can, you know, we can supply what the Ukrainians need. Uh, and, um, and we can help our allies to send what the Ukrainians need as well, including the Poles and the British. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think secondly as well, yeah, I mean, sanctions are going to take effect. They're not going to stop the Russian invasion, but they can ultimately cripple the Russian economy and bring it to its knees and make it much harder for them to maintain an occupation. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we've, got, we've got to bring Putin's regime to its knees, basically, in every way possible, to isolate it, sanction it in every conceivable way. Uh, and, um, you know, and so, so th th those are, you know, I think two sort of immediate things that, that need to be done. 
Um, but there are, there are longer term uh, you know, measures as well that have to be put in place. But also we need to send the message to Putin that if he attacks the Baltic states, well, we're going to defend them. But we need to back that up with far more troops on the ground in, in Eastern Europe. We don't have enough there right now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and we, need to, we need to let Putin know that if he dares anything, well, he's going to be defeated. Right. I'm not sure that Biden really has, uh, I think, you know, done the preparations necessary for that. No, it's, it's true. And this war, uh, do you think that Putin stops in a few weeks or do you think he, this goes on until he gets complete destruction of Ukraine? You know, I think that Putin will continue until he gets concessions uh, and he, he's making all sorts of demands. What Putin wants, of course, is to sit down with, you know, the likes of the French and the Germans and start negotiating some kind of carve-up of, of Ukraine. Right. Uh, we saw the same thing after the Crimea invasion, where the Russians got all kinds of concessions demanded by the French and the Germans. Actually, I mean, you know, the French and the Germans actually forced the Ukrainians to, to go down this path. Um, and, you know, th- there can be no, in my view, no kind of... Um, uh, no, no kind of off off ramp at all for the Russians. You cannot make you can't do deals with the devil. You can't make concessions to a monster like like Putin's behaving like Hitler and Stalin today. Uh, and and so any idea that you can negotiate with this kind of barbarian, I think, is is completely, you know, uh, is completely uh, uh, ridiculous. But that's how the Europeans think. They want to negotiate a deal with with Putin. So you know, Putin will continue his destruction until he he's able to bully enough, you know, Western leaders into, uh, into agreeing to his demands. I don't think the Ukrainians are going to give in, but he thinks the French and the Germans and the EU and so on are, you know, are weak. He also thinks Biden is weak, and then Biden will do a deal as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know... Well, if Biden follows the European model, he probably will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, Seems and to so, like the Europeans you know, better than the old American yeah, model. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, Joe Biden thinks like an EU uh, official, doesn't he? So... Uh, so he's, he's, you know, he's going to take his time. In the meantime, he's going to pummel Ukraine into the ground. He's going to kill large numbers of people. This is what Putin's going to do, right? He has no mercy whatsoever for civilians. Uh, and uh, so let's be under no illusions what, what uh, Putin is planning in, um, in Ukraine. It is, this is a genocide and it's extermination. What a horrible moment to be in in, uh, in world history. Now, it is always an honor to have you on the show. You make sense of a very complicated, convoluted, and violent world. And uh, we're so grateful for the insights. And I'm, I know we're going to need to get you back in real soon because the spore is going to keep evolving. Thank you very much for having me on the show, uh, John, at such an important time. Great honor. Thank you so much, sir. All right, folks, when we come back, our conversation with Liz Harrington right after this commercial break. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down. And my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. 
Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Welcome back, everybody. Let's talk a little bit more about election integrity, shall we? Let's bring in a friend of the program, a friend of the network, Liz Harrington, President Trump's spokesperson. Thank you so much for joining us, Liz. Hey, Amanda. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Okay, first of all, I have to commend you for the tweet threads that you put out where it's just fact after fact after fact, just rubbing people's faces in the facts (laughs) pertaining to election fraud that took place this time around. But I wanted to ask your opinion, get your immediate reaction on this article from Just the News that John published a little while ago. 10,000 uncounted ballots in Harris County, Texas's largest county in the Houston area. Isabel Longoria, the election commissioner there, has resigned. We need more of this, Liz. When this type of crap comes and finally sees the light of day, these people need to start resigning. Absolutely. Accountability is really the only way we're going to fix our elections. I think that's a good thing. But this, again, shows that the problems aren't limited to the swing states. They are very deep in uh, red states like Texas. Um, That's why many people were calling for an audit there, because even though President Trump won the state, by a large margin in 2020. We know there were shenanigans going on. We know there's uh, ghost voters on the rolls. They need to be cleaned up. This is another example of you know, uh, law breaking in our elections, fraud that goes on. At least this person resigned, but I think they should dig into it more because I bet you will find more wrongdoing. Yeah, that really is the thing. And that's all President Trump has been asking for. Let's get an honest audit, an honest evaluation in each of these states and fix the system. Yesterday, he put out a really fun statement. He praised Justice Gableman for his work in Wisconsin and kind of uh, prodded on the entire legislature. Hey, keep it going. Get to the bottom of this. Fix it so we have a better election. And then he threw in, if you get to it, don't uh, think about certifying the results. Your take on the president's statement and what he was hoping to accomplish with that yesterday. Oh, absolutely. It was a very strong statement. And we're talking about Robin Boss here. He appointed the special counsel, Michael Gableman. And look, now Michael Gableman's recommending that the legislature look at decertifying. So he should follow through on the work that he appointed, extend the session in the state legislature there and get to the bottom of it. Look, this is what Michael Gableman showed, which was uh, amazing, awful fraud in nursing homes, 91 that had 95 to 100 percent turnout. Uh, they had the family members coming forward with this awful abuse that was happening of stealing these poor old people's votes out of nursing homes. And of course, the election bribery, which he called it, uh, the Mark Zuckerberg funding. But that's these are just two things and a mountain of evidence that has come out of Wisconsin. You know, we've covered the indefinitely confined fraud, uh, getting around to the voter ID. But they've uh, Representative Janelle Branchin has had so many experts that have been looking at the voter rolls. They found 50,000 phantom votes. You're talking about addresses where you have, you know, 300 ballots cast out of an address that no single person lives at. Examples like that go on and on. There is so much evidence to decertify. President Trump is absolutely right. They just need to have the courage to do it. Yeah, I mean, it needs a major overhaul, that's for sure. Okay, all right, everybody in our circles, everybody reads the tea leaves. And when President Trump makes one statement about 2024, people say he's running, he's running, he's absolutely running. What are the major, what are the states uh, with respect to election integrity that President Trump is looking at most closely to determine after the midterms if he will run again or not? Well, he's following all of these states really closely, especially the developments in Wisconsin, Georgia. We had that huge press conference this week that showed so much electronic manipulation in the 2020 election. Obviously, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan as well. Um, But I think he's looking, you know, 
He's looking at the state of the country. That's really the number one reason he will run. He just wants uh, the country to get back to where we were. Uh, he has more work to do, really, uh, that he's seen totally undone. I mean, now we're talking about the Democrats trying to get us into World War III. Our border has been completely destroyed. What they did in Afghanistan, I mean, the inflation and not to mention the gas prices, all time high. I and mean, people are really hurting and they're really missing President Trump's leadership. So he takes that all into account when he makes his decision. Yeah, no, absolutely. Liz, I want to pivot a little bit more to Russia, because uh, obviously the Democrats tried to ping, uh, pin a fake scandal on the president. He survived that. It unraveled. Now the Democrats are being prosecuted. But he's always been portrayed by the Democratic media as weak on Russia. But we dug up a clip from the day he announced in 2015 that he was running for president. And he warned that any administration with Joe Biden in it would be weak with Russia. I just want to play this and get your reaction. Our enemies are getting stronger and stronger by the day. And we as a country are getting weaker. Even our nuclear arsenal doesn't work. It came out recently. They have equipment that's 30 years old. They don't even know if it worked. And I thought it was horrible when it was broadcast on television because boy, does that send signals to Putin and all of the other people that look at us and they say, that is a group of people. And that is a nation that truly has no clue. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Boy, you could just play that right now and it would describe the current scenario. Uh, he gets pinned all the time on Russia, but he has always pointed out Putin's aggression and the need to counter him. Your, your reaction to that? We've got about two minutes left. Well, he was the only person that actually did counter Putin effectively. I and mean, he's the only president in the 21st century that Russia didn't invade another country. I mean, you can go back and watch that announcement speech I did just before the 2020 election. And man, was he spot on on issue after issue. Yeah. And he followed through in, on, in his first term. He did the things to make his energy independent, which, by the way, would be a huge counter to Putin right now. But what are we doing? We're punishing the American worker. We're punishing the American citizen and not really hurting Putin, hurting the Russian people, but not hurting Putin and hurting the American people. It's just absolutely appalling President Trump effectively countered him. He made America strong because that's the key. I mean, you wouldn't see any of this happening because they knew America was strong and they couldn't mess with us uh, domestically or on the world stage. It's, it's just a travesty to see what's going on. We, we have these absolute frauds in the White House that don't know what they're doing or even worse. Maybe they do and they just want to hurt the American people. Yeah, it's. It's absolutely unreal, Liz. It seems like President Trump is a blame catch-all for Democrats because regardless of the fact that we experienced wonderful peace under President Trump, now that this crisis is happening with Ukraine, that's Donald Trump's fault, gas prices, inflation, everything is Donald Trump's fault. It's astounding. But Liz, we're going to have to have you back on very soon to continue this conversation. But thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, John. Thanks, Amanda. And it is astounding. They, they are blaming him for everything. And I have to think, you know, it's got to be infuriating. But at the same time, you just kind of have to chuckle over it because it's just so incredibly farcical and ludicrous. But hey, that, that's Democrats and that is Joe Biden these days. We've got a lot more coming up after the break. After this commercial, stay with us. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year. And then the inflation data came out. Higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, 
Text Just News to 989898 right now. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast that you know we're going to give you news. That's what we're dedicated to. We're from Just the News. We're part of the larger Just the News empire, the TV show we have. Well, we're proud to deliver this podcast to you. And we're also proud to connect you to our sponsors, our advertisers, and our partners who make the Just the News family what it is today. Because you not only get great news, you not only get a podcast and a TV show with interviews uh, where we let people talk. We don't yell over them. We don't uh, do gotcha journalism. We, we have a conversation so you can listen and not be annoyed. Well, we also have partners. And those partners who have products they advertise and sponsor on our shows, on our site, they make offers to you. They make offers to you so you can take advantage of those services with a discount, with a special opportunity not available to everyone in the public. And one of those are my good friends at Workable. They are the hiring company that makes hiring easy and successful. You find the right people with Workable. So if you're a company or a business, you're the, in charge of HR, you have staff that you're in charge of hiring or recruiting. If your company's having a tough time in this really difficult labor market, because 4 million Americans have gone off the labor rolls, they're just staying home, spending that taxpayer money they got over the COVID timeframe. So the market is tight. It's hard to find good people who don't have a job already, right? So you need the right candidates and hire them fast. That's what you want. Well, my friends at Workable can help. Workable accelerates every step of your hiring process from finding the hire to starting the hiring. And you can get right now, because you're a Just the News John Solomon Reports fan, a risk-free 15-day trial. Go to workable.com and start hiring. Listen, if you hire someone, you fill a job during that 15-day free trial, it's free. You don't pay for it. Why not check out these guys? If you have any hiring responsibility, you're a CEO, you're an HR director, you're a middle manager who manages people, go check out my good friends at Workable. They make it worthwhile. Now, real quickly, we're going to have another great show tonight on Real America's Voice, Just the News, Not Noise, with my great co-host, Amanda. Ed. We love doing this. We're going to have an all-star panel, and we're going to answer your questions. We're going to do live Q&A tonight. So check us out. We're very excited to do this. 6 p.m. tonight on Real America's Voice, Channel 219 on Dish Network, Channel 240 on Pluto, on the Roku app, on the Apple TV box on Real America's Voice, iOS, and Google Apps, or on the Just the News, Apple, and Google Apps. Don't forget, you can get a Just the News app if you want your smartphone to look slick with the Just the News logo and an app that helps you watch, read, and listen to our content. Go download that today. Hit the watch button. You can watch my show anytime on demand with Amanda Head. She's amazing. One of my best friends and great journalists in the business. So glad to be doing a show with her. Honored to do it. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's worth it. Tonight, I believe we got Steve Moore, the great economist, talking about the state of a very shaky American economy. That's going to be great. All right, folks, over the weekend, we're going to do a special edition of the John Solomon Reports podcast. We're going to take some of the best interviews that we had this week on the TV show and compile them into a special podcast Sunday morning. So if you're looking for something to listen to while you're making breakfast, having coffee, reading the daily newspaper, the Sunday newspaper, we're going to have a all-star panel, including Devin Nunes. He's going to be on. Senator Mike Braun, the guy that exposed all the earmarks 
in that $1.5 trillion spending splurge that Congress passed in less than 24 hours. Kevin Brock, the former intelligence chief of the FBI, a guy that has been willing to criticize his agency as being flawed, corrupt, overly political. He has an incredible interview that we have. Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch talking about the state of Election Integrity America, very great guests there, and a whole bunch more. We've got about six or seven guests all lined up, 10, 15 minutes apiece, boom, boom, boom. Easy listening, big learning, lots of news. Check it out Sunday, special edition. I know we don't normally do it, but you're going to get more of these Sunday editions because we could take advantage of some of these interviews. We hope you like it. All right, until then, until Monday. God bless you. God bless this incredible country, the United States. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your loved ones, your friends, your family, your spouse, your kids, your grandkids, whoever's around you. Give them a hug and let them know you care. I know God will be blessing you as he has always and bless this incredible country. And thank you for supporting Just the News by listening, reading, and watching. We'll be back Monday. Good night. God bless and have a great weekend. Even if it's going to snow in some parts of this country, you should still be smiling. Talk to you Monday. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews.